At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. then thank you for that and welcome to another live edition of titillating sports with rick tittle i am your eponymous host coming to you from the downtown san francisco studios of the sports byline usa broadcast network the network that started it all sliced bread high button boots we got together with al gore and invented the internet uh electric cars with uh elon musk we're here for you talking sports and the great thing about me <laughs> is i'm so great now is that i'll talk about any sport you would like football basketball baseball hockey soccer golf tennis auto racing boxing olympics quarter trouble ball chess checkers rugby cricket that type of stuff and we'll do it together at the toll-free line 1-800-878-PLAY 1-800-878-7529 get you in get you heard coast to coast border to border and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, National Guard, Space Force, Delta Force, whatever branch you are with, you're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We're proud of you. Other ways of listening to the program, apropos applications include the TuneIn Radio app, the iHeartRadio app, the Stitcher app. You can always go to our website, sportsbyline.com. Go there, click Listen Live. Any emails you want to send to me, send those to Mr. Hansen at countpimpula.org, or you can try rick at sportsbyline.com. First hour on Fridays, we always like to check in with film critic extraordinaire Jan Wall, and we will do that after a quick break. In the second hour, NASCAR star driver Tyler Reddick will drop by, and in the third hour, comedian Ryan Davis will come in for his comic stylings as well. You can always catch the shows on your TV if you have cable. We're on CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network, Channel 2, and 35 million homes. Homes, social media-wise, if you're in junior high. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. That's the fan page. So many fans bow down. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle, as I enunciate my T so you get it right. So take a quick break. Come on back with Jan Wall on Sportsbook. 
Hi, this is Ron Barr, and I've got great news for anyone suffering from ongoing pain due to aging, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Relief Factor is a 100% research-based formula that was created to combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor is designed to address sore muscles, stiff joints, aches, and the general discomfort you may feel. There are four key ingredients, and each approaches the body's natural inflammatory response function from a different metabolic pathway. And they've got something special for Sports Byline Network listeners. You can get their three-week quick start program for just $19.95. That's only 95 cents a day. Head to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-500-8384. Relief Factor helps to support a healthy response to inflammation and decreases discomfort from the effects of daily living, and you can get yours at relieffactor.com or by calling 1-800-500-8384. Your life, your freedom. Get back to living at relieffactor.com. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome. He's a genius. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you for that. And Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you all around the world. And as always, great to bring in on a Friday in our first hour, Jan Wall. And, you know, we have some guests coming up in the next couple of segments. I like the fact that we actually don't have a guest this first segment because we can get, Me into, too. get into some old reviews. How you doing, Janny? I'm doing great, Rick. And I'm so glad you don't have a guest because I saw a couple of movies I've got to talk about. 
Let's this do it. Week I saw them. Yeah, uh, one sucks and one soars. S O A R S. One is fabulous. Oh, you mean and not like one not, is terrible. Not like bed sores. You mean soaring like an eagle. Correct. <laughs> You're so smart. You're so great. Well, somebody already said that. Anyway, um, the, shall we start with the bad or the good? Let's get the uh, let's get let's get the bad news out of the way. Yeah. This is a big one. This is a huge movie. They had all the money in the world, a great cast. I mean, everything you could think of. Huge promotion that's playing at every theater now people are going back to. It's called Cruella. This thing should have been good. This is not a kid's movie. This is a big sort of the devil wears Prada, you know, death becomes her, one of those big comedy they say types. It is not. It is not funny. Hardly any any frame in it is funny. This thing has Emma Thompson, Emma Stone. Uh, it's about the rebellious early days of Cruella DeVille. And it is just turgid. You know, that's a perfect word for it. Mm. It goes on forever, 134 minutes. And it felt like about four hours. And the trouble is, now, I'm a critical thinker. You know, I've been a critic for a lot of years, Rick. And i got to tell you, there's real directorial problems. Craig Gillespie who directed some really great stuff like I, Tanya, about Tanya Harding. Talk uh, about sports. Lo- love that movie. Uh, yeah. He directed that. He directed Lars and the Real Girl, The Finest Hours. I mean, this is a good director. But here, he decided to do a drama instead of something that yelled out for a comedy. It should have been a comedy. It has no pacing of a comedy. It has no, even though it looks over the top, it doesn't play over the top. So for that reason, it feels phony and forced and uh, is just everything falls flat. I am just so, ugh. I mean, this thing is bad. I can't recommend it to kids. I can't recommend it to adults. Basically, I can't recommend it. <laughs> yeah, it's the old too many Emma's uh, quandary. You know, it's funny. I was, I was, And there's actually an Emily in there, too, Emily Beecham. But I was uh, listening to uh, Bill Burr's. Uh, podcast and he has a four-year-old daughter and they went to see um a kid's movie and he said the cruella trailer came up and he said his daughter wanted to leave the theater because she was scared and he's like why Mm -hmm. he thought that it looked like an r-rated movie yeah it does almost i mean it's kind of scary but not really it's not good enough to be scary i mean if they had gone you know he didn't commit this director did not commit he didn't commit to a comedy. He didn't commit to over-the-top, crazy, gay, you know, like The Prom or, or something over-the-top, like Devil Wears Prada. He didn't commit to it. So it's not even scary. It's just, uh, it's it just, who cares? I mean, these people are so boring. This story is stupid. You never care about the Emma Stone character, who is Cruella. Uh, you never connect with her or care with her. And you never want to go on the journey. It's just, uh, just sad well, I think and I'm, I'm a dog you know i'm a dog freak nothing bad happens to any of the dogs but it's still still lousy yes the dalmatians but um i think a lot mm-hmm. of times in hollywood they just think omg emma stone right. will make her cruella it, right it can't, it's enough oh it's so cute it can't miss right and it does completely but you know if you do enough if you throw enough linguine at the wall something's going to stick and what they do is they throw a lot of distribution disney has huge distribution so it'll be at every theater it'll it'll pay off a lot of critics to say nice things it'll uh you know it'll it'll get its 
its money back, but it's just Turg- so stay away, folks. By the way, turgid, swollen mm-hmm. and distended or congested, turgid. I think that's good. That's about right. That's the right word. I like it. All right, now okay. let's turn now it around. One eighty. Mm-hmm. What's good? Okay, once again, Netflix, where you're getting better movies on the small screen than on the big screen in this case. Netflix has given us Halston. It stars Ewan McGregor, who is so good, I wish he could get an Oscar, but he'll get an Emmy, I hope, as Halston, the dress designer. You think, ugh, who cares, dress designer? No, this is fascinating. It's not just his dress designs and how he came up with them and this new fabric called Ultra Suede and all this. It's about cocaine and the years of the disco years in Studio 54 and how it destroys, how cocaine destroys. Now, it's just so well done. They even have an amazing woman named Krista Rodriguez who plays Liza Minnelli, who is the best friend to Halston and vice versa. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful uh, series. There's four segments. I I binged them, and then I binged them again. (laughs) Ryan Murphy, who gave us the prom, Eat, Pray, Love, Ratchet. You know, he sometimes can give you too much. I mean... Mm -hmm. He, but, I mean, there's some uh, man-o-man sex in this. So I'm I'm telling people, if you have a problem with that, it goes with the character, it goes with the storytelling, but just fast-forward if that's an issue for you. You don't have to fast-forward much, maybe just about 30 frames, but it is so good. This thing is so strong, and you and McGregor will stay with you. I'm still thinking about his voice in this. What happens in this is you bring, uh, is, this is this great filmmaker, Ryan Murphy, he brings marginalized characters to the masses. And Walston, uh, Halston was this guy, you know, who invented, you know, uh, sort of disco clothing and captains, beaded captains, and he worked with all the biggest people you could think of. And, uh, it's how cocaine, though, it's a lot, of, uh, cocaine, plays quite a role in this. Anyway, Halston, do not miss it. Ewan McGregor, beyond brilliant. Ewan McGregor, a former guest on my show, by the way. and Was he? Yeah. What did he talk? I met him as well, but when I met him, his Scottish accent, this is about 15 years ago, his Scottish accent was so strong. In this, his voice is so beautiful. Tell me when you met him. Uh, I had him on the phone for a uh, film uh-huh. a few years ago, and um, mm-hmm. I'm I'm you know such a Europhile, and a, I I understood right, yes, him. Yes, you are. I'm such a. Yes. I want to ask you something real quick. We have a couple minutes here, mm-hmm. and I'll try to do this delicately because I'm trying to go ahead. I'm go trying ahead. to praise Hollywood here, but uh, I've watched two things online. One was on mm-hmm. HBO called "The Mayor of East Town" with Kate Winslet which I didn't think was that great. Another thing I just saw on Netflix, which I also didn't think was that great, was a movie called Woman in the Window with Amy Adams. Oh, I'm going to see that tonight. Okay, uh-huh. but, but here's what I want to say. The um, original is it, good, the original one. <laughs> right. Good. It used to be in Hollywood that if a woman got to 40 or she put on five pounds, mm-hmm. her career would end. I'm going to give, mm-hmm. a, I guess I'm trying to say this in a, in a praising way. Kate, uh-huh. w- Kate Winslet looks like she plays for the 49ers now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, she gained a lot of weight for that role. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got to be 250. And, and Amy Adams also very, very heavy. And I'm thinking 20 years ago, those two, their careers would be over if they got fat like that. So I'm trying to say uh, uh, it's kind uh, of yeah. it's nice that Hollywood, because they're fantastic actresses. 
correct. So, but remember, so talented. Anyway, go, so it's just nice that they're not, not the, being thrown out the door. Right. Now, some actresses who are strong enough, like those two big names, got away with it back in the day. This was not always a terrible thing. Betty Davis did a movie called Now Voyager, where the first third of it, she is fat. She's fat. She's most unattractive. She looks like one of those women who have an upper fur on their lip, you know, and just not good. And she looks terrible. And then she makes a big switch. But still, and also in uh, Mrs. Skeffington, um, she also looks terrible at the end uh, where she's old and, and kind of decrepit. But, um, you know, certain actresses like Betty Davis, you know, could get away with it. So I think if you're a strong enough actress, you can do that. Meryl Streep could pull it off, yeah. you know? We got to go to a break. By the way, you and McGregor was on for American Pastoral. That was the, mm-hmm. the movie at the time. All right, Jan Walls with us. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Violent. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time.
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, uh, thank you for that. Uh, Rick Tittle alongside uh, Jan Wall here on Sports Byline, coast to coast, around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. On uh, May 25th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, the Abingdon Theater Company will have Empress May Lee Lotus Blossom, written and directed by Christine Toy Johnson, who now joins us on the line alongside Chad Austin, and we're also waiting for Reggie Lee to join. So we're going to have a five-person interview here. Let's just start off. Uh, Christine, uh, written Hi. written and directed, this is really your baby. Did you? Can you breathe? Can you sleep when something is all, all encompassing like that? Well, I don't really sleep much anyway. <laughs> I try trying to breathe as much as possible uh at all times. But yeah, it's been it's been a great project, a great lo- labor of love. The work is actually mostly done anyway right now, so I will be able to enjoy uh the the premiere on the 25th with with Chad's help. Christine, this is Jan Wall. Um I'm always interested in inspirations. Where did this story come from it's obviously such a passion project for you yes well you know i've been um against all odds making my living as um an actor in this industry my entire adult life and as um an asian american um actor i've run into all kinds of challenges along the way um breaking through stereotypes um running up against um, all kinds of assumptions from people. And so this story really came as a response uh, from the frustration uh, of um, the ongoing stereotypes that um, that I was facing and um, trying to look at it in a in a sort of cheeky, satirical way. Uh, so that's where the, where the inspiration comes from just years and years of being in this industry and and remaining cheerful about uh, <laughs> about still being <laughs> after all these years. And uh, Chad Austin joins us. He's the artistic director. Um, Chad, tell us about, you know, you get a vision from uh, Christine. She writes and directs it. And then how do you work with her, like putting that vision into life? Well, um, first of all, thank you guys for having us today. Really appreciate it. And um, and to answer that question, you know, if you know Christine at all or just by the end of this interview, you will know that it's just a a complete joy to be able to work with her. So my job, quite frankly, was incredibly easy on this process because Christine brought us this beautiful 
comedic, timely, um, poignant piece and delivered it not only on the page, but then also delivered it in the forum uh, via Zoom. So it's really been... Full disclosure, I've had the easiest job of my life working with this piece and Christine, so I can't, I gotta give her all of the credit in the world. Oh. Well, Truthfully. That's pretty nice. Wow. Don't hear that often. Christine, back to you for a second. Um, there's something I never have understand about the, uh, stereotype of Asian women, okay? Mm-hmm. I have worked in most of my life in the broadcasting industry, and the strongest, toughest, wildest, uh, really tough, I'm out there with the gangs, I'm out there fighting, uh, were Asian reporters, you know, Asian, Amer- Asian American or Asian women reporters. And so there's this idea of passiveness and, mm-hmm. and letting men push you around and stuff. I mean, I don't get where that, what in the world? Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> I, you know, unfortunately, I think what has happened is that the media images in um, in film and television for all these years has per- mm-hmm. perpetuated that. And that's mm-hmm. why it's so important for us to increase our representation and have our stories be told through our lenses so that we can, we can break through those assumptions. Um, and mm-hmm. that's the beauty of, that's the beauty of all of, all of, um, the art forms that, that we're, that all three of us are involved in. Um, that we have a unique opportunity to shift perceptions of who we are and what we can do. And so, um, that's, that's a great joy that I take in, um, in storytelling myself as a, as a writer, as, and as an actor. Reggie Lee now joins us as well. And, uh, Reggie, you're an accomplished actor, but you're going to be moderating. What, what does that mean for a theater when you're moderating the actors, Reggie? Uh, oh boy. Make them look good. <laughs> How's that? How's that for a Friday answer? Um, no, listen, I have, this is, this is quite an honor because it, it, it's usually my, my best friend, Christine Toy Johnson, that moderates the panels because her work with advocacy has been so impressive and, um, uh, great for all of us, uh, that are minorities. Uh, so this, this to do it for her and to do it for Abingdon and, and to, to, to meet Chad for the first time. Hi, Chad. Hi, Reggie. Thanks for being here. <laughs> so great to meet you. You're insane. Right? Um, it's, it's, it's an honor. I mean, and I love this piece so much. You know, Chris has written pieces that involve me and, and she's got quite a, a plethora of material that is, is really impressive and wonderful, especially for, um, uh, Asian Americans living in America and dealing with what they have to deal with. So for me to put this out for her and for Abingdon is is uh, going to be fun and an honor. Thanks for asking. You know, I was telling her that um, this concept of Asian women as passive and exotic is so crazy from my experience of working in broadcasting with strong, feisty courageous Asian women. Uh, what's the big deal with men? I mean, there's a lot of Asian men who seem to have broken across the market, uh, you know, like Ken Watanabe and, and uh, Jackie Chan. I mean, there are a few. Uh, what's the uh, stereotype? Sure. What's the stereotype well, that well, drives you I can, I can, I can, well, here, here's my, here's my beginning of my career. I think I played gang leaders for the first, like, I don't know, maybe like mm-hmm. eight years of my career. Uh, there were some computer nerds tied in there, mm-hmm. you know, um, 
it's it's very similar to kind of either being horrifically bad or not able to speak up and mm-hmm. being quite small. So it is mm-hmm. it is what people think um what has been perpetuated through the years of of that mm-hmm. particular thing in terms of Asian men is that we don't have a voice that we don't have any management skills that you just bow to everyone else or that mm-hmm. you go to the other side of the fence and you completely uh destroy everyone which is not the case mm-hmm. there is a human being somewhere in there you know mm-hmm. and it's 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 usually what is the case is the human being and not all those other things and i think we're starting to discover that uh it is it it's starting to break through because of because of um pieces like this you know so it it's uh mm-hmm. it's it's unfortunate that all these stereotypes exist but um it's time that we kind of uh uh dispel them and 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 show mm-hmm. the human beings that are behind behind these asian americans we have time for one last question and we have to talk about the actual play and the plot and uh, christine i think it's a great idea empress may lee lotus blossom it's basically an asian american actress from new jersey who pretends to be an exotic Hong Kong movie star so she can get her shot uh, at Broadway. And that's, uh, did you ever think about doing something like that? <laughs> no, no, honestly, no. But, but um, you know, it's, it's, it's a fun idea to think about, you know, how am I going to play other people's games, but on my terms and get what I want. And so that's behind all of that. Um, all of that frivolity <laughs> and cheekiness uh, of the plot. <laughs> Frivolity in a good way, not in not in a, in a mindless way. Well, it's Christine Toy Johnson, very recognizable face. Chad Austin, Reggie Lee has been with us as well. They're all behind the Abingdon Theater Company production of Empress Maylee Lotus Blossom, and uh, it's going to be on the twenty fifth at seven p.m. And Christine, this is free. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So we wanted to make it available to anybody who could come uh, see it. I it was uh, with the support of Abingdon and two grants from the Lower Manhattan Cultural Council. Uh, we're celebrating Asian Heritage Month, of course, all month uh, or in our house every day. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but specifically for, on Tuesday, the 25th, we're happy to get together and, and be able to sit in community with one another. All right, you three, congratulations and thanks for coming on the show. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thanks for having us. No doubt about it. And, uh, Jan, before we go, you know, I, I think one of the great things about New York that I only, I mean, we have a great theater scene here in San Francisco, and they have it in Chicago and other places, but there's just London in the West End and then Broadway and off-Broadway. There's mm. just there's just mm. nothing like those two towns for theater, is there? Oh, so exciting and vibrant and controversial, yet... Uh, you know, yet uh, just supreme in its intelligence and art. Oh, I love it. I love it. I can't wait to get back there. Did you ever write a screenplay or a play? Uh, I've tried. I haven't gotten through it yet, but I sure got some ideas about a woman who lives in classic Hollywood. Oh, uh, all right. You well, know, it's got some elements of what we were just talking about, sneaking your way into the business. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we've got someone coming up next who uh, has a story about Marilyn Monroe, oh. and I've already interviewed him, so I'm going to let you do the bulk of it, Jan. It's oh, an... I love him. <laughs> all oh, right. His mother won an Oscar. I mean, it's an amazing story. Luke Yankee on the other side. Come on back.
time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you don't know how to do something, don't think that Google can solve everything. Instead, it makes a lot more sense to pay a few hundred dollars or even a few thousand to have an expert who's been successful teach you how to do it. Because even though additional education will cost you money up front, it will more than pay for itself. Free courses are available, but they only scratch the surface. Paying to dig deep into a topic and really learn is the best bet. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Business heals all wounds. I mean, look at our relationship with Germany or Japan. Who can even remember what all the fuss was about? Tittle, you done broke my heart, but I still take you back. You hella fine. Uh, get in line, girl. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle and Jan Wall with you, of course, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces as well. It's great to welcome back to the show Luke Yankee. He has the show 
uh, called Marilyn Mom and Me, which uh, debuted on YouTube. And, uh, Luke, I, I interviewed you a couple uh, weeks ago. And um, so Jan Wall is with us. I'm going to let her have a go. So, Jan, here's Luke Yankee. Yay, Luke. Hi, darling. Hello, my darling, Jan. It's uh, been a long time. Luke is a director, <laughs> producer, actor, teacher, playwright. He's directed on and off Broadway. Uh, he does a show I saw that I love called Diva Dish. Uh, he is just a wonderful writer. His book is in, it's just, it's always around me. It's called Just Outside the Spotlight. Growing up with Eileen Heckert. And, uh, uh, who, many, the forwards by Mary Tyler Moore because some people will remember Luke's mom as playing the Aunt Flo character on Mary Tyler Moore's show who gets to make out with, uh, Ed, you know, with, um, what's his face? What's his face, Luke? Ed uh, Asner. Yeah, Ed Asner, Luke yeah. Grant. And, yeah. yeah. And also she won the Oscar, oh yeah, for Butterflies Are Free <laughs> and worked on my favorite, one of my favorite Marilyn Monroe, sh- uh, she was a co-star with Marilyn Monroe. In bus stop, and uh, but more, but uh, the way you kept well, she's easy to keep alive. I mean, she's so vibrant. But uh, Luke, I'm just so glad to talk to you. Sorry, I'm going on and on. No problem, Jan. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Uh, oh, honey. So what's up with you? What are you What are you working on right well, now? Well, I'm very excited about Marilyn Marmody, my new play that is mm-hmm. actually getting a lot of attention. And uh, the way this came about, Jan, is that. Every time my mother would talk about Marilyn Monroe and her experiences on bus stop, she would burst into tears. And I knew there was a deep connection between Marilyn and her, and it was something she really didn't like to talk about. So I did a lot of research, I did a lot of digging, and basically I came up with a lot of really fascinating stuff. The year before Marilyn shot Bus Stop, she had gone to New York and studied with Lee Strasberg, and she had become the poster child for what was known at the time as method acting, where you had to feel everything organically. And since uh, my mother was playing Marilyn's best friend, Marilyn was determined as the poster child for the method to make my mother her best friend. And at first, Mom was like, okay, who's this starlet who's kind of glomming on to me and won't leave me alone and is making me very uncomfortable? But over time, over the course of shooting, they developed this very intense bond because they were both adopted. And so neither of them, for all that they achieved, ever really felt that they were wanted or that they deserved a place at the table. And they basically, you know, the expression goes, they bonded through their wounds, you know? They, they bonded mm-hmm. through this... Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. this sense of never feeling wanted or, or really mm-hmm. loved. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I fashioned a play about this, about their relationship, and then ultimately how that relationship, how it impacted me, and how mm-hmm. those things that my mother brought out, in, uh, how, that Marilyn brought out in my mother, uh, caused her to be unable to, unable to give me certain things that I needed as a son. Not to say she wasn't a wonderful mother, because she was, but it really is a multi-generational play. I sort of use my mother's relationship with Marilyn to Mm -hmm. discover things about our relationship in her final years. You know, Luke, sorry, go ahead. No, Uh no, it's deeply personal, and uh, people Mm -hmm. have been extremely moved by it, and I'm just really thrilled with the reception it's getting so far. You know, Marilyn has changed a lot of our lives. For me, she was an open wound, 
this yes. whole idea of, of, of sadness yet joy, because she was this great comedic actress as well. Um, Absolutely. So it's great. I mean, so I'd be most interested. I've interviewed a lot of people about Marilyn, and I'd be so interested to see this show. How can we see this show? Thank you. It's um, uh, it, it's still in. I'm still in the process of getting it out there. Uh, okay. At the moment, I just did a benefit for uh, uh, on YouTube for uh, which Rick interviewed me for, which was done as a benefit for Broadway Cares Equity Fights AIDS, and mm-hmm. it uh, is going to be performed next down in Austin, Texas, in the end of June. Uh, its first prize, uh, it won the grand prize in the New Works Festival down there. So I'll be going there, down there to direct a reading of it and to do a book signing of my book, Just Outside the Spotlight. And right. actually, Jan, I, you know, you and I have known each other for Long uh, time. on 20 years now, and mm-hmm. you always seem to bring me luck. And the reason I mention that is that following this interview, I have, an <laughs> I have a Zoom meeting with uh, a West End producer, a very good producer mm-hmm. in London, who is very interested in Marilyn Mom and me. And yes. I can't say too much at this point, but uh, we want to hold the Please let me know, that... Luke. You know how to get me. Please <laughs> let me know. Because I can help you promote the, the hell out of it. I mean, everybody is interested in Marilyn. Donald well, O'Connor told me she had an illness where, when, before she went on. I mean, I'd be so interested um, in, in this. Also, her death, you know, I believe she was murdered. Uh, Barbara Rush yeah. and I just had a big interview a couple years ago in front of a lot of people. And Barbara came right out and said, oh, she was murdered. And, I mean, it was just, I mean, there's a lot about Marilyn to uncover, to unearth, and to talk about. Absolutely. And, and you know, Jim, when I was doing my research for this, I mean, obviously I couldn't ask my mother anymore. I mean, she, she died mm-hmm. in 2001. So what I did was I spent the summer, uh, two summers ago, listening to a lot of biographies of Marilyn as on audiobooks. Mm-hmm. And I would sit mm-hmm. there and I'd go, oh, that's a similarity. Oh, that's something mm-hmm. I'd never thought of. And I mm-hmm. realized for on the surface how incredibly different these two women were, just how many similarities they were. And one of the things that was so ironic is that this was at the time when Marilyn Monroe, just before she did Bust Up, was considered the biggest star in the world. Right. And in many ways, she wanted what my mother had. She wanted well, your mother was so self-confident. Well, you know, you know my mother at that was... point had had she had two kids. I mean, she was in a stable marriage. She was mm-hmm. a Broadway star, which is something that not many people know that Marilyn really wanted. She wanted to be mm-hmm. taken seriously as an actress. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. ironically, that many people feel that happened with Bus Stop. Many people feel mm-hmm. that is her best performance. Mm-hmm. And and so and I misfits, have a lot of the misfits too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, but I have mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. unknown stories about Marilyn that no one has ever heard mm-hmm. before. Certainly, a lot mm-hmm. of stories about Eileen Packard that no one has heard before. But one of the uh, things that several people has have said to me that that just really touches my heart is that this story, if I may say, is actually bigger than Marilyn Monroe, bigger than Eileen Heckert. I and agree. It's I agree. A story of uh, a very complex mother-son relationship, and a story of people wanting to be accepted, wanting to be loved and wanting to be able to uh, just be loved on their own terms. And for women, let me tell you, it means a lot, because it's two very different kind of women. I mean, Eileen Heckard, she was she was just indomitable. And Marilyn she was needed a tough what cookie. she had. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, and that, also Marlon was a producer on Bus Stop, and mm-hmm. um, a lot of people don't realize that it was it was one of the first times. I mean, she was a real pioneer in that regard in in terms of uh, uh, you know in, in terms of a woman being a film producer and having that kind oh. of power. If and only she so hadn't been killed. If only she hadn't been killed, Luke. Yeah, she would have absolutely. been a huge character actress and a producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Ugh. exactly. Tragic. But but Tragic. the fact that that my mother, you know, had such a deep connection, and, mm-hmm. and I remember mm-hmm. parties when I was a kid, and people would say, "Hey, Eileen, what what, what about Marilyn? Talk about Marilyn." Said, no, 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 I don't want to talk about her. And just and and mm-hmm. if they pushed the issue, within a few minutes, my mother would be sobbing. And and I know that one of the things that Marilyn did through my research and through talking to a lot of people is that she made you somehow feel responsible for her life. Right. Because she had that whole persona of being unable, unable incapable of taking care of herself. So and she put that onus on, on the other person she was with, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's what Jane Russell and, told me, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So That she had so, that thing about... You are responsible for her life. Wow. Yeah, yeah exactly. Wow, there's so and, much uh, to learn. Mm. Indeed, indeed. And, you know, who would have thought that these two disparate ladies had uh, had such an intense bond? So um, I'm very excited about that project. Uh, I have a new book coming out in the fall. Uh, it's a, uh, a textbook I'm writing because when I'm wearing my teaching hat, I have a book coming out called The Art of Writing for the Theater published by Bloomsbury Press out of London, which is the biggest publisher of theater textbooks in the world. Um, I'm continuing to direct and write, and um, uh, (laughs) I've actually been busier during the pandemic than ever before in my life. You've got to come up to the Bay Area and let me take you to lunch, Luke, please. We're overdue, my darling. I would love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is Rick still there? Oh, Rick, are you I'm, still there? I'm listening intently. Okay, well, it's, we're wrapping it up. Luke, Yankee, Marilyn, Mom, and me. And one more time for people to get their eyeballs on it. Can we still see it on YouTube? Uh, unfortunately, it's not on YouTube at the at the moment. There's some clips from it on YouTube, a couple of really fabulous clips. Uh, but also, if you go to uh, either my website, LukeYankee.com, just the way it sounds, or MarilynMomAndMe.com, and and is all written out. Uh, there'll be information there about uh, some uh, amazing stills of my mom and Marilyn, and some clips from uh, uh, previous uh, readings of the play with some brilliant actors from both New York and Hollywood. And all, all the upcoming information will be there about uh, future productions. Luke, thanks for dropping by again. We really appreciate uh, Luke. it. My great Love pleasure. You, Love you, Jan. <laughs> Thank you, Rick. All right, no problem. We'll take a quick break and uh, more recommendations from Jan Wall on the other side. Come on back. Travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. 
so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Matthew. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. Oh, it hurts my feelings. A uh, couple more minutes uh, with uh, Jan Wall. Jan, uh, anything else we should be watching or avoiding? Well, there's always things to avoid. I mentioned Cruella, that bad new Disney movie. Mm-hmm. And then I mentioned Halston, which is great on Netflix. If you can handle the raw sexuality, it's an amazing story and extremely hip about what happened. If you remember the disco era, mm-hmm. Studio 54, cocaine, 
Uh, it's just a brilliant production with an incredible acting job by Ewan McGregor as Alston. Okay. Just brilliant. I have a question. Mm-hmm. But, yes, go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. No, I have a question uh-huh. for you. The other day, just for mm-hmm. fun, um, I was uh-huh. going through Netflix, and there was a movie mm-hmm. called The The Horseman. It was an old cavalry movie with John Wayne and, mm-hmm. and William Holden, mm-hmm. directed by John Ford. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was surprised at how lame it was and mm-hmm, I, you know mm-hmm. john ford is Not just this mm-hmm. yeah but it, it's funny because sometimes we just hear these names and we think that everything mm-hmm. they touch is gold but everybody puts out a stinker don't they oh absolutely and john ford was you know definitely one who could do that and he would admit it he'd be the first to admit it <laughs> maybe he was drunk during the filming maybe uh holden and wayne two huge names didn't feel like giving him what they should have maybe uh you know there's any number of things that could have gone wrong bad script uh they had to get the movie in quick i mean there were any number of things that could be wrong with it but my god if i think just watching i don't know i'm such a Olden. i mean i watch picnic and i watch uh, sunset boulevard and i watch uh, all of his films that he did the one he won the oscar for i mean everything yeah. and um he's just beyond brilliant uh Nobody could, could yeah. do what he could do. But I know when it's a stinker movie, what are you going to do? We were just talking about Marilyn and uh, Marilyn Monroe. And, you know, she made uh, incredible films. When she What she brought to the screen was electric. And I would tell people to see The Misfits, uh, definitely her last film. And, uh, oh, she's so beautiful and radiant and sad in it uh, with Gable. There's a scene with Gable that will just knock you out. It was also his last movie. Yeah. Uh, so I would recommend that one. To this day, yeah, her face is iconic worldwide. I also have one more thing before we go, a movie to avoid. Uh, yeah. It's a Dutch movie. It's on Netflix that they're pushing called Fairy, F-E-R-R-Y. And mm-hmm. it, it's about this disgusting uh, hitman who, mm-hmm. you know, hangs out with hookers and strippers, and then he's trying to kill three guys, and he's staying in a trailer park hunting them down. And this, like, delightful young Dutch girl falls for him, when mm. there's no reason for it, and, and it's I just, hate that. It's mad. Oh, I hate. Yeah, it would never happen in real life, and it makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I love you, Rick Kittle. <laughs> All right, Jen. Thanks for dropping by again. Mm-hmm. There she is, Jen Wall. Everybody. All right, we will take a uh, quick hard news break. We'll come back, and we got two hours of uh, sports talk with some uh, open lines. Tyler Reddick, NASCAR star driver, will join us in the second hour as well. Come on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. South Korean President Moon is at the White House for a day of meetings and events. 
Moon meeting with Vice President Harris's office for the bilateral meetings. He's then set to meet with President Biden, and later the two leaders are set to hold a joint news conference in the East Room. President Biden also paying tribute to a U.S.-Korean War veteran. Airports across the country are experiencing long delays thanks to a problem with the online systems of two of the nation's major airlines. Following complaints from travelers, American Airlines and JetBlue are apologizing and say they're working to solve the problem. JetBlue on its website says that a system outage is to blame. Kroger no longer has a mask requirement for fully vaccinated customers, and not everyone is happy about that. The United Food and Commercial Workers Union saying it's too dangerous to end the store's mask mandate. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Jay Schrader, Super Bowl 22 champion and former Raiders quarterback. Playing professional football for 11 years beat my body up pretty bad. I've had so many surgeries on my neck, back, and shoulders and knees, I've just learned to live with constant discomfort. I tried so many products, some worked for a little while, but nothing gave me total relief until one day a golfing buddy introduced me to SonsOfLibertyCBD.com. I used their CBD Muscle Ease, rubbed it on my hands and neck, and wow, what did it do for me? I immediately began using their other products, and I have golf pain-free for the first time in many years. I've reached out to Sons of Liberty CBD and visited their operation from farm to factory. Folks, this team walks the walk. Their motto is, for vets, by vets. I shared the product with my friend Wayne Allen Root, and now he's a fan of SonsOfLibertyCBD.com. Wayne's fans will receive a 15% discount using code WAR15 at checkout. I've told all my NFL buddies about SonsOfLibertyCBD.com, and now I'm telling you, go to SonsOfLibertyCBD.com. When it works for you, like it did for me, we both win. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is investigating cases of salmonella. From the USA Radio News Pacific Northwest Bureau, Wendy King has the details. The CDC is investigating 163 cases of salmonella in 43 states that are linked to chickens. They're warning people who have chicken coops that poultry does carry salmonella, even if the chickens are clean and healthy. They say everyone should know to always wash your hands after working with the birds or gathering the eggs. According to the CDC, always keep birds outside of your home and do not kiss or snuggle them because the germs can spread easily to your mouth. Republican governors in 21 states have decided to cut off the federal supplement unemployment bonus of $300 per week because they say it's discouraging the jobless from looking for work. Arizona Republican Governor Doug Ducey is offering $300 bonuses to people who find employment. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wyatt Cox. Each and every day, the USA Radio Network produces three hours of the greatest radio programs of all time. Comedies, drama, suspense, it's all there. Classic radio theater. Now, if your radio station doesn't carry the program, you can find them anywhere podcasts are served, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker. Just search for USA Classic Radio Theater. Find it. USA Classic Radio Theater. You'll love it. Prepare to get a third coronavirus vaccination. President Biden's chief medical advisor, Dr. Anthony Fauci, telling Axios during a live stream that a booster shot will likely be needed within a year. Fauci adding that the vaccines are effective against COVID and the five strains for at least six months. Dr. Vin Gupta tells MSNBC, There is no evidence right now at six months that you might need a booster at a year, or frankly at a year and a half after you get the shot. We know that at six months after you get the vaccine, in the case of Pfizer, that your antibody levels are through the roof and that you're protected against all the variants that exist to this day. 
So to say that at nine months or at 12 months, as the Pfizer and the Moderna CEOs put out today, that you might need a booster is devoid of evidence. So I would encourage them, publish the evidence. If that is indeed the case, if the evidence is suggesting that that is the case, provide it so that our government can actually plan ahead. Right now, they're just putting it out there into the ether. And right now, the evidence that exists, Brian, suggests we may not need a booster. So we need hard evidence before we start to speculate. Iowa Republican Governor Kim Reynolds signed a bill into law that prevents school districts from mandating masks on students and staff. Iowa cities and counties, likewise, cannot create a mask mandate under the new law. Reynolds releasing a statement in part saying the state of Iowa is putting parents back in control of their child's education. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, thank you for coming in. Uh, we got two more hours to go, and lines are available now at 1-800-878-PLAY. I think it's amazing <clears throat> the interest in Tim Tebow as a tight end with the Jags. The top story on CBS Sports right now are his contract details. <laughs> we have a final NBA play-in game tonight here in San Francisco the Warriors and the Grizzlies, and I'll get to that. But Ian Rappaport today, NFL Network, says that the Jaguars have given him a one-year $920,000 contract with zero guaranteed money and an injury split, which means that is the minimum contract for an NFL vet. And uh, as I said, he joins a crowded tight end room, but it's with five guys that you would, uh, even the most diehard football fan would go, who? Chris Manhurts, Luke Farrell, James O'Shaughnessy, Tyler Davis, Ben Ellefson. So, yeah, he's no longer a uh, quarterback, but 24 hours after the signing was official, Adam Schefter reported that Tim Tebow was top five in jersey sales on NFL.com. How many are going right now anyway in May? So that's not really a surprise. 
But, uh, yeah, I mean, as I said, he won a playoff game in his second year in the league. He was a first-round pick by Denver. But after beating the Steelers in the playoffs, they signed Peyton Manning, and he was then traded to the Jets, and uh, then that was it. But Urban Meyer knows, hey, I won two national championships with this guy, and he won the Heisman. Let's see if he can play. But uh, other than that, he's the sixth-string tight end, but with the top news story. All right. There's other things going on. 1-800-878-PLAY. Big shout-out to our brave men and women listening both home and abroad on the American Forces Radio Network. If you're interested in the PGA, Lefty doing very well. Remember, he got a special dispensation at Torrey Pines, his home course. He's never won it. He's won the other three. Can he hold on? I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. And now today's cleaning tip from Tubitow's Heavy Duty Cleaning Wipes. Most people are disinfecting more frequently these days. But did you know there's a difference between disinfecting and cleaning? Cleaning is the first step before disinfecting. And is needed on a regular basis to remove germs, dirt, and dust from surfaces. Plus, keeping a clean surface helps minimize the growth of future germs. And now a word from Tub of Towels. At Tub of Towels, we started with the toughest messes and quickly realized Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes can clean just about anything, like stubborn brake dust, spilled paint, even permanent marker. There's literally thousands of uses. Proudly made in the USA with over 30,000 five-star reviews. Find Tub of Towels heavy-duty cleaning wipes at your local auto parts store, the Home Depot, Lowe's, and more. Look for the big yellow tub. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amounts you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Thank you for that. Tyler Reddick, NASCAR driver in less than a half hour, be on the show. Did you just hear that commercial that people pay $65 for one Viagra if you don't get the deal? Uh, how much is the hooker? I always assume that people who take Viagra are also with a hooker, and I know that's wrong. Why do I think that? <laughs> <laughs> Why do I? I just assume if you need a blue pill, then you need a hooker. I, I don't. I don't know. That's. <laughs> but sixty-five dollars for the pill, and then all right. Mark Norman, the comedian, has a bit about supporting sex workers during the pandemic, and it's like people go ew, and he's like, "What? I'm doing a good thing. I'm supporting them during the pandemic." All right. Leave the comedy for the comedy. Uh, Ryan Davis, by the way, stand-up comedian. He'll be at Helium St. Louis, and he'll join us in about 90 minutes. How long is the show? Uh, we'll get to the NBA, but I thought there was something interesting from FIFA today. They are launching a feasibility study, a FIFA-sibility study, into holding the men's and, world's, men's and women's World Cups every two years instead of the every four years and i would love that four years is stupid it's too damn long every year would make it cheap like a super bowl a super bowl is great but can you name all the super bowl winners now you're like oh yeah i forgot about them i can name every world cup winner right now because it's that big Yes, it'll cheapen it slightly at every two years, but every four years, what are we, Methuselah? That's too long. The proposal was actually started by the Saudi Arabia Football Federation. And the president there, Yasser al-Misihal, said, we believe the future of football is at a critical juncture. The many issues that football has faced have now been further exacerbated by the ongoing pandemic. It is important to review how the global game is structured, which should include whether the current four-year cycle remains the optimum basis of how football is managed both from a competition and a commercial perspective as well as overall football development. Having fewer yet more meaningful competitive national team matches could potentially address concerns regarding player welfare whilst at the same time enhancing the value and merit of such competitions. Well, the president of FIFA, Gianni Infantino, the little infant, he called it a, quote, eloquent and detailed proposal, end quote. And um, there are, by the way, FIFA 188 national federations, and uh, which is more than uh, are in the United Nations country-wise. 
That's because FIFA recognizes places as countries, in quotes, that are not. Like the United Kingdom. Great Britain is what you see at the Olympics and at the United Nations. Soccer, it's England, Scotland, Wales, Northern Ireland. You know, Puerto Rico has a national team, and it's not a country, obviously. It's a U.S. protectorate. See what I'm saying? The Faroe Islands have a team. They're under the Danish umbrella, as is Greenland and some of these other places. I like it. And that London 2012, when they had Team GB, they were actually going to put together a team from the four home countries. It was a weird thing that made everyone scared in England because they thought, if we have a Team GB, people are going to start saying, why are you competing as four different nations? Because what what the reason the rest of, the, of Europe doesn't like it is because uh, Great Britain gets four votes whenever they vote on anything instead of just one. Now, that's not to say that Scotland's going to agree with Northern Ireland or what have you. But anyway, uh, they took a vote, 188 national federations, 166 for every two years, 22 voting against. Now... It's been held every four years since 1930 when it started off. It was uh, invented by Jules Rimet, a Frenchman. No one in Europe was too interested in hosting it, so he had to go to Uruguay. And believe me, there are many teams that didn't even bother sending a team. Why should we bother getting on a boat and going to Uruguay? This is stupid. The Olympics was sort of seen as the top competition. The only two times we didn't have a World Cup was 1942, I think we can guess why, and 1946, because the world was still burning and rubble. Uh, the Women's World Cup has been going every year since 1991, which I worked uh, at least on the studio end of broadcasting that World Cup in China in 1991. How old are you? Hello. But, yeah, moving it to a biannual schedule would impact other tournaments like the European Championship, which takes place every four years in the even years between World Cups. So what that would mean is, is that the Euros would then go to two years, and they would be the odd years, and the World Cup would be the even years. Now you'd say, well, the footballers, the internationals, would never get a summer break, ever. Um... And my response is, yeah, you do. Look, football, soccer season is long. It's like hockey and basketball. It runs the school year. When school starts and school ends, that's when those two go. We know how long baseball is because they get the entire winter off, unless they don't want it off. Remember, Eric Burns used to go down to the Dominican to play winter ball, even though he didn't have to. He just wanted to keep playing. So you can choose to do that if you want. But, uh, yeah, if you are an international and you're playing in the, in Europe, like the Champions League or the UEFA, the UEFA Cup, the Europa Cup, and then you go straight into the internationals and World Cup qualifying, you might get three weeks off. Three weeks. Which is a paltry amount compared to most professional athletes. But I just think about the, you know, we were always called uh, by communist China, America is, uh, lazy workers. And we are, but we're always at work. Oh, we're lazy, but we don't get any time off. You have to work your tail off to get a paid week. Meanwhile, in Austria, 
in Belgium and Holland, a waitress works three shifts and then gets th- uh, six weeks paid vacation. Uh, now, of course, that's supported by <laughs> high taxes, but uh, getting back to having a World Cup every two years is not something they're going to be doing anytime soon. But remember, the pandemic is both a real excuse for things and it's also going to be used as a front. Because of the pandemic, we need more money. You do. But is that the solution? It's sort of like, oh, my gosh, the NBA needs to expand by two teams. Why? Because of the pandemic. I think you just want those $2 billion anyway. Distribute it amongst all your teams. You know what it's like? You're in the NBA. You're already in. And then new team joins. And, you know, here's a check for $200 million. What did we do? Nothing. A new team joined. Oh, I'll take that check. Yeah, you get a, you get a slice. All right. But, yeah, to me, uh, f- waiting four years for a World Cup, it sucks. The only thing that is uh, acceptable is that every two years European champions happen. And we didn't have it last year because of the pandemic, and they're going to get underway in June here, coming up real soon. But uh, if you're looking uh, to see if I'm in uh, favor of it, I'm very much in favor of it. More soccer. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. It doesn't really matter. I uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Don't give away my secrets, girl. Come on now. 1-800-878-PLAY. Coming up, Tyler Reddick, a young NASCAR star driver. I hate on the come. That's kind of a, uh, we, we, we don't really say that anymore, but we used to. He's really on the come. Eh, I think that's kind of, uh, that's been played out. All right. Grammatically correct, though. The uh, Warriors and the Lakers. Uh, that was uh, a bit upsetting on uh, Wednesday that the Warriors couldn't bring it on home. But we already uh, went up and down with that with a fine tooth comb. In fact, one of those combs you use with rid to get rid of lice and bed bugs. Ew. Remember when New York was going through that whole bed bug thing? That's gross. But uh, the Grizz and the Warriors are going to be playing down the street here for the second time in six days, but, of course, with much higher stakes than the previous meeting because it's win or go home. And Memphis fought hard against San Antonio and beat them. They were the 10th seed were the Spurs. They won by four. And uh, so whoever wins will advance to Sunday's game against the one seed in Salt Lake. That's the Jazz, of course, the most jazzless state. Rick, have you ever been to Provo? 
we get down. So my friend told me that you know, like in, in Utah and some of the places, because there's no alcohol and no caffeine and no dancing, they make up with it by lifting weights and getting tats. <laughs> he said, don't think that those guys in Utah aren't scary. But the uh, Warriors have earned the right to uh, host this game because they beat the Grizz on Sunday in the city uh, by 12. And uh, that game, they had the exact same record, 38 and 33. And so that put that coveted eighth seeding in the bracket playing on the line, and the Warriors got it. And Curry was fantastic. It was the last day of the season. He went for 46. He only needed three to win the NBA scoring title. But uh, Wiggins was good in that game. Poole was good in that game. And even Draymond scored 14, which is like scoring 60 for him. So on Wednesday night, Curry with 37 and uh, Wiggins with 21, Poole with 10, and Draymond Green with two points. Look, Draymond Green, one of his best playoff games he ever had, he had one point. So I'm not looking for scoring from him. In fact, I'd like it if he doesn't pass and he doesn't shoot well, then what should he do? Play defense and rebound, and I'd be happy with you. In fact, stay away from the broth with that big shaker of pepper. Just stay away. But the Grizzlies, um, who were pretty bad shooting on Sunday against the Warriors, they were uh, much better against the Spurs. In fact, John Morant was the third option in that game, Dylan Brooks and Jonas Valanciunas were the ones that were getting it done. Um, and Brooks is a good defensive player as well, ended up fouling out on Sunday. But at the point where Brooks was in the game, it was still on the line, and when he left, he started exploding three straight three-pointers and um, got 11 points on like the last couple minutes. So, uh, you know, the rematch, who knows what's going to happen. Brooks said, quote, the most challenging thing about guarding Curry is that they look for him every single possession. I shouldn't have got a couple of cheap fouls and just, like, stay in the game. That's just my learning curve. I never back down from a challenge. By the way, uh, Brooks led the NBA in fouls. So you say he's a good defender. There's a little hack-a-shack in there. 237 fouls led the league. So um, Curry, uh, after that game, who, by the way, uh, tried 22 three-pointers in that game, which is a career high, against the Grizz on Sunday, he said, quote, love the way the game finished. Obviously happy those last few went in and we opened the game up. You start to look at the body of work throughout the course of the game and you miss some easy ones. And those are the ones you remember a little bit more, which is kind of natural striving for perfection in that respect. That's always the first instinct. How can you play it better? The Warriors, by the way, <clears throat> the over-under is at 221, but the Warriors are favored by four and a half right now. The Lakers were favored by four and a half in the last game. So if you took the Warriors to cover, they did, as they only lost 103 to uh, 100. But um, I think uh, what's interesting, too, about this 
is that you have <laughs> you have uh, the entire country outside of the volunteer state rooting for the Warriors. You have Adam Silver praying somewhere that the Warriors advance. And by the way, you don't like the play-in game? Remember LeBron said whoever invented it should be fired? Those are strong comments. Really strong comments. Uh, that The ratings they got on that Laker-Warrior game means that game is never going away. Now, you might not get LeBron and Curry, but no, that game's never going away. And Steve Kerr actually said some. It's amazing how many times I agree with him. We're from the same uh, class in high school or the same age. Mark Jackson as well. Hugh Jackson as well, just for fun. But Steve Kerr, I heard him interviewed, and he loves the playing game. And he says it's like a baseball pennant race. And he said it's kind of like relegation in soccer, although not not drastic. You're just trying to avoid things. And he loves it. So it's staying. Uh, The NBA also announced last night that Nate McMillan – was a great shutdown fen- a defender for the Supersonics back in the day, but also a good defensive coach. He's now at the Atlanta Hawks. He has been fined now $25,000 for, quote, detrimental public comments asserting bias by the NBA relating to the 2020-21 playoffs, end quote. What happened? Well, McMillan made some comments during some media availability where he talked about how his team was using the fact that everyone is picking the New York Knicks in their first-round matchup. McMillan said, I've gone as far as saying the league wants this. They need this. New York, you know, this is a big market. It's a big market for the league, and New York has been out of the playoffs for a number of years. And this is a team that our league, they want to see. There's a huge fan base. They want to see New York in the playoffs. They want to see the Lakers in the playoffs. Teams like that, the Boston Celtics, they want to see these teams in the playoffs. And I put New York in that category that the league wants to see it. Everybody wants to see this, even to the fact that our game was moved to Sunday. They want to see this. So, yes, we have talked about that. We have talked about the advantages of this situation and some things that we're going to have to face going into the game with kind of everyone picking New York to win and a lot of folks wanting to see New York in the playoffs. So it's a battle. It's a challenge. That just being New York, all of that comes with playing in New York, and they've had a really good season. So I think the NBA is excited about them being back in the playoffs. End quote. $25,000 fine for that. That, to me, is just the truth. I didn't hear any bias. He's just saying the absolute truth. It's the same thing you can say about the Yankees or the Dodgers, these teams that are like the Cowboys. When the Cowboys go to the playoffs, everybody's happy because it's ratings gold. Did he say anything to suggest that they were going to be getting poor refereeing leaning towards the Knickerbockers? He's just saying the league likes to see it. And you know what the league didn't like? Him saying that. Because he's saying, or the league is saying, no, we don't like to see it. We don't care who's in, who's ever in, is in, is in. I went to the NBA headquarters in Manhattan. 
And because of the bottom floor, it was a huge NBA store, and you're going to play just ridiculous prices for what they had in there. But I was looking around. I didn't go upstairs. <laughs> Adam Silver was a, you know, it's a huge high rise. You don't, you can be a, uh, a squirrel and figure out that, oh, the headquarters are here and it's the number one media market. They probably want the Knicks to do well. Well, we now found out that you can't say that out loud. But I guess because it's the opposing coach and he's like, oh, everybody's happy. The Knicks are in. This is what they want. This is what they want. Everybody's happy. It's good for the league. You know, even through in the Lakers and the Celtics, this is what they want. No, it's not what we want. It is 25 grand. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. Talk a little NASCAR on the other side. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you don't know how to do something, don't think that Google can solve everything. Instead, it makes a lot more sense to pay a few hundred dollars or even a few thousand to have an expert who's been successful teach you how to do it. Because even though additional education will cost you money up front, it will more than pay for itself. Free courses are available, but they only scratch the surface. Paying to dig deep into a topic and really learn is the best bet. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. 
So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the Legal Helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Der Anlass war vollkommen nichtig und ich selbst griff erst gar nicht ein, weil Kinski im Vergleich zu anderen Ausbrüchen eher milde wirkte. Drinking that haterade and bow down to Ricky T, y'all. All right, thanks for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show NASCAR driver Tyler Reddick, of course, in the number eight uh, Chevy Camaro for Richard Childress Racing. And uh, this weekend, he's going to have a very patriotic Cheddar's Scratch Kitchen. Uh, Chevy, which is uh, featuring the names and hometowns of 40-plus Cheddar's veterans uh, team members on uh, both sides of the car, with uh, May being Military Appreciation Month. Tyler, welcome to the show. Uh, what is it about uh, you and, and your affinity with our uh, men and women out there in the military? Well, um, I, I've been very fortunate to uh, be part of a few different initiatives across um, my career in NASCAR, um, starting back, dating all the way back to, uh, my Brakislavski racing days, uh, working with Cooper Standard and their career for veterans program. Um, but, uh, with this car, um, we're, we're, we're doing something kind of similar, but, but, but very cool and taking it a step further with Cheddar Scratch Kitchen and they're running the names of, uh, over 40 different employees or team members, if you will, that, that have served in the military. So they'll be on this car. The, the, the normal, the normal orange and, and, uh, tan colors that kind of go with Cheddar's, uh, restaurant and their logo have been kind of, have been removed from the car and, you know, very, very patriotic red, white, and blue scheme has been brought about and their names are filled in, uh, on this race car to just make the look complete. So I'm excited to do that, uh, here at Coda. Um, I'm excited to do it as you, as you mentioned, you know, in, in this, in, in, in this part of the year, the NASCAR salutes program is very big. Um, and to do this car, um, here the week before the Coke 600 and then have everything that is, is, uh, you know, everything that we do at the Coke 600, giving, giving our thanks and our appreciation to those who have made the ultimate sacrifice and, and, and other ve- veterans as well. Um, it's just a great time to do it. And, and I'm just, uh, I really can't take a lot of credit for this one. You know, this was this was uh, Cheddar's idea, and they really wanted to do it. And once I heard about it, and it, you know, it was brought to our attention to RCR, we were all for it, and really excited to help bring their um, their vision to life on the race car and, and in that in the paint scheme. Very cool. Of course, Coda, the Circuit of the Americas, that's down in uh, Austin, and it's a it's a road course. And um, I, I've always enjoyed the road courses. We got one up here at Sonoma, and of course, upstate New York at 
at, at Watkins Glen. And um, I know some drivers don't, you know, it's hard for them to embrace. But for this track, you've raced on it before, right? Yeah, you know, the time to there, – there was a definitely a time, like you're saying, where in NASCAR as a driver you – you could kind of just let the road course races come through, just just survive, get through them, and, and move on with their year. Uh, and it wouldn't really, you know, affect you uh, that badly. Um, but now with the playoff format, with the number of road course races we have, um, and the amount of points that can be earned with the stages in these races that have been around for you know the last the last couple of years, you really can't afford to have any weaknesses and. Um, it, it was a really big focus of, of, of my, on my behalf and, my, and our team's behalf to become better at these road courses and turn one of our, one of our weaknesses, our weaker sides, our weaker styles of racing and try and turn it into one of our strengths. And I feel like we've, we've absolutely made incredible improvements over the off season. Um, the pace and our ability to just run a better race, run faster and, and, and make less mistakes has improved a lot. Uh, unfortunately, when we did run the points paying race at the Daytona road course earlier this year, we had, uh, some, some penalties. I made some pretty big mistakes and, uh, you know, it was still a really uphill day, but I mean, uh, it was a good lesson learned. You can still learn a lot. Um, you know, be really fast and still totally screw up the, the day on a road course and finish last. I mean, it's all about putting the whole race together. And, uh, here, here in the last month and a half, that's something we've been doing really well. So I feel like coming to Coda. Uh, is really good timing for us to get back to this road course or a road course and get another shot at, at this style of a race and get some redemption, I feel like, uh, along with, you know, we've been on a roll. So I, I feel like it's a good time to be coming to this track for our team. Yeah, doing really, doing really well lately, a lot of top fives. But, you know, I'm thinking about in the last 20 years, NASCAR, they, I guess about 10 years ago, they had the Kentucky Speedway come in and then nothing. And I know Kevin Harvick even called the, the circuit stagnant because, you know, not that these tracks weren't iconic, but nothing, nothing new was coming along. So it, it's got to be fun just to get a fresh track into the circuit, huh? Well, it's definitely really nice to, you know, as you mentioned, you know, yeah, 10 years ago, the, the, the routine, if you will, and, and where we go pretty much had been staying the same for a very long time. Uh, you know, in, in some cases, that's not a bad thing. You know, you always know what the weather's going to be kind of like when you're going to these racetracks. The fans, uh, you know, can always plan ahead of time and know where they're going to be or where they need to be to, to catch the race they want to. But it was really nice to start to move some of the dates around a couple of years ago. Uh, this year was a really big deal, you know, getting – um, some different dates at different places was really, was really big. You know, for me, this was the biggest addition of new tracks that we were going to go to this year. This was the one that I think was by far the, the biggest, the biggest, you know, I guess positive. It was a, it was a really, really great deal to be able to get a track like this that, you know, Formula One has come here and, and put on some amazing races. You know, MotoGP comes here and just branch out to a different part of Texas, expose, uh, fans of, of ours that come to the Texas races to see something different and, and maybe grab an entirely new, uh, a new piece or, uh, type of fan that, that likes road course racing or is local to here, but has never really followed NASCAR. So it's a unique opportunity and breaking out of that, uh, you know, very, uh, repetitious schedule that we've had for so long has been a good thing. 
Couple more questions for Tyler Reddick. Um, what about the Roval at Charlotte? Because I know that blew some people's minds. That here you are, you're taking a left turn, you're taking a left turn, and oh well, now I'm an open wheel car, I guess, and then now I'm back on the, the straightaway. Um, it's really adapt or die, right? You can't moan about it. <clears throat> yeah, like I said, um, in years past, you could just kind of manage, run a clean race. Didn't really, you know, there was only two races out of the year, and you know, when you have I don't know how many it was at the time, but, you know, we've got, let's say, 20, 20 some mile-and-a-half races, you know, four two-mile races, uh, two-mile tracks, or, or four two-mile events, excuse me, at two, the two different two-mile racetracks. And then when you only have two road courses, Sonoma and Watkins Glen, uh, yeah, they're definitely not identical, right? But Sonoma and Watkins Glen are very momentum-based places. And some of the techniques that you have in a stock car, um, on ovals, you can kind of somewhat pick up pretty quick at those kind of road courses. But when we come to a place like Coda, Roval, um, not quite as extreme as Coda, but more extreme than, than, than the Glen or, or Sonoma in the fact that you just got to step out of your comfort zone and all the, all the things that these drivers have used to kind of gauge whether they're going the right direction or not on a, on a, on a road course is kind of thrown out the window at Coda. So the corners are a lot sharper, a lot more braking zones, very, it's got some very complicated sections throughout, so it's going to really throw all of us for a loop when we get going um, in practice tomorrow on the cup side. What was it like when, you know, you, you basically are, are dominating in the Xfinity Series, so then you, you jump up to the NASCAR Cup, Childress embraces you, and you're paying off. I mean, you're, you finish top 20, you're bringing in a lot of top 10s, and you're still a really young guy. I mean, you just turned 25 basically and yet do you kind of feel like a grizzled vet in a way already uh definitely not a grizzled vet in the sense of um racing against the drivers in the cup series but yeah a veteran in the sense of i've been racing for over 20 years now in my life and in my career it started back when i was four and a half years old racing um on on dirt ovals so yeah, the amount of, of experience and, and time I have racing is extremely high, but the amount of time I have racing at this level uh, is still very still very new, um, and it's been a, a huge learning experience. The first year, I, I thought I learned a lot, and I did, but it was very apparent that as we got into the off season, I had a whole lot more to learn yet. So it made for a very a very full, a very quick off season. We were able to get a lot of work done and, and get working on some things. That I think we're going to help us for this year. Uh, and we saw some of those fruits at, at Daytona in the clash. Didn't see it at the, at the Daytona road course in the second race after the 500. But, um, I'm hoping here, Road America, Indy, Indy road course and, and, and the Roval and the, and the playoffs will be races that, uh, we're not just trying to survive anymore. It's about being strong and, and going and contending for, for, for good finishes to, to gain, to gain points and, and try and put ourselves in positions to, uh, get some really good finishes and, and, you know, above all else, hope, hopefully go for wins if we play if we do everything right last question for you i'm a you know norcal native and you know we kind of embraced jeff gordon there for a while um and you're you know well you're nearby like red bluff is where you were were born so you're kind of carrying the the norcal flag for us tyler yeah you know um like i i lived in north carolina north carolina i live in north carolina now excuse me Mm -hmm. yeah i've lived in north carolina for seven years now but northern california sorry uh, yeah, I was born in, in Reading and spent my first 10 years of life, uh, after being born in Reading. I lived in, in, uh, Mount Shasta for a while, then, then moved on down to Corning and, and stayed there for, uh, the rest of my time in California before I moved out to the Midwest trying to just 
chase different uh, different regions and, and reach new places that that I could race in different forms of dirt racing and um, that's just what we were we were doing for a while. We kind of searched around and then when the opportunities came to go oval racing, uh, NASCAR racing, I should say, you know, you gotta you gotta leave everything behind or pack up what you can and, and move on to North Carolina, more specifically the Charlotte area. And so, been all over the place, but uh, yep, North Carolina or uh, Northern California, I miss it a lot. Wish I could be out there more than I am now, uh, but it is quite literally on the other side of the country, unfortunately. <laughs> well, it's like if you want to be a star actor, you go to Hollywood, and if you want to be a star driver, you did what you did, and it's paid off. We've been speaking with Tyler. Reddick, the number eight Chevy Camaro. Does it get any cooler than a Camaro? It does this weekend in Austin because the number eight Cheddar's Scratch Kitchen will be featuring the names and hometowns of 40-plus of Cheddar's veterans team members on both sides of the car. Tyler, thanks for coming on. Congratulations, and uh, we're rooting for you. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to talk about the scheme in the car, and I hope to, to get everyone that, that's a part of it uh, a great, a good, solid finish. and. Uh, represent them to the best of my ability. Great stuff. I'm Rick Tuttle. We'll take a quick break and come on back on Sports Byline. to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. 
one day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. Uh, thank you for that. And uh, I'm always impressed with these NASCAR guys, these young guys. Racing since he was four and a half <laughs> before he started kindergarten. That's pretty good. Um, I mentioned that uh, Kevin Harvick called it uh, stagnant about the fact that uh, They've only had one new racetrack in the last 20 years, except for now at the Circuit of the Americas in uh, Austin. But um, this is the quote from Harvick on CBS about how it's refreshing now to have a new track. Quote, I think for me it's actually been a lot of fun. I think as I look at our road race stuff in the past and really just got going to Sonoma and Watkins Glen for a number of years, you kind of just took that for granted and just prepared on what you did last year in the simulator one time and know the racetracks like the back of my hand. I think as you look at the schedule, we could have been way ahead if NASCAR would have just listened five or six years ago, right? I think it's very refreshing to see the change in the schedule. I think as you look at today's world, from my perspective, everybody likes something different, something new, something fresh. And he concludes, we are going to a new market. We're going to a great racetrack that's obviously already building its own racing legacy. And however the race turns out this weekend, it matters, but it doesn't. I think the event is the story this weekend. And because of the fact that we're going to a great facility and a huge market and we're going to go there and compete. Now, um, just as an aside with Kevin Harvick, he was a good story of giving somebody a second chance for an interview because I interviewed him years ago, and he basically was gave me yes-no answers like Bobby Valentine. And then the second time I had him on, he was great. So he probably was just in a bad mood. There's only <laughs> one bad interview I ever had, and that's where the guy actually hung up on me, and that was this year with Warren Sapp when I had the temerity to uh, bring up something, and then he started going off on these weird tangents, and then he finally hung up on me. I think the whole interview lasted three minutes. Uh, but uh, in uh, doing this show some 20 years, and I've had one guy hang up on me, and it's a guy who's known as a horse's ass. I don't feel bad about it. I would feel bad if, like, you know, the Queen of England hung up on me. That would probably would have been my fault. 
All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We got another hour together. We got comedian Ryan Davis coming up in the next hour as well. So come on back. Radio News with Tim Berg. Vice President Kamala Harris is meeting with members of Congress to hash out ways to address illegal immigration. Texas Democrat Congressman Vincente Gonzalez is pushing for investment in Central America. Well thought out, profound investments that have long-term impacts in those countries to slow migration down. The White House is requesting $4 billion from Congress to address the factors they say are forcing illegal immigrants to come north. Meantime, Republicans are still criticizing Harris for not visiting the U.S. border or for President Biden considering it a crisis. Renters and landlords dealing with hard times during the pandemic are getting some help from the government. The Treasury Department says it has given states more than $6 billion to help them. This comes as Congress has set aside billions for rental assistance with the recent stimulus bills. You're listening to USA Radio News. Recently, President Trump was talking about the big news networks, and here's what he said. We have others that come along, and they're doing well, and uh, uh, Newsmax has been really good, and, you know, others are coming along. Many Americans agree Newsmax TV is really good. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. You should, too. And find hit shows with Greg Kelly, Grant Stitchfield, Sean Spicer, and Lindsey Keith. Tune in tonight for Newsmax's newest show with Steve Cortez. It's called Cortez and Pellegrino. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If you don't get it, call your cable system. Tell them you want Newsmax or you can switch. Plus, get Newsmax free on most smart TVs and OTT devices like Roku, Pluto, Zumo, and Amazon Fire. Millions have already downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. So start watching America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Because Newsmax is real news for real people. A California brush fire near downtown Santa Barbara is now over 40% contained. The 20-acre Loma fire broke out at about 9 o'clock last night local time and was threatening hundreds of homes and a local TV station. Employees at the station were evacuated, as were dozens of residents. Evacuation orders lifted shortly after midnight. Some of the nation's leading health experts say the CDC's new mask guidelines could increase the risk of spreading COVID-19 in workplaces and other public spaces. Dr. Anthony Fauci telling CBS this morning that people still need to follow mask guidelines. The recommendations for people who are not vaccinated have not changed. They really remain the same, particularly the issue of wearing masks when indoors. The Infectious Diseases Society of America saying on Thursday the elevated risk is due to what one scientist said was no information on how to apply the guidelines in practice. And you're listening to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Dr. Joel Wallach, and I want to tell you that arthritis is not a genetic thing. It's not a disease of aging. Neither is osteoporosis. 
Get a hold of my book. It's all in your head. It goes into the 25 different diseases you get when you have osteoporosis of the skull. These are all reversible. You take the Healthy Bone and Joint Pack, the MSM, vitamin D3, stay away from all the bad foods, including gluten, and guess what? You'll regrow all your bones, including your skull and your legs and your hips and everything else. Contact us at usaradiohealth.com. That's usaradiohealth.com. Earlier this week, Chicago Democrat Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced that she would only be granting interviews to black and brown journalists. This comes on her two-year anniversary of being the mayor of Chicago. That policy met with backlash across the country from journalists, but Lightfoot defends her decision. Well, look, I, I think in this one day, when we are uh, looking at uh, the two-year anniversary of my inauguration, as a one of a color, um, as a, a lesbian, it's important to me that diversity is put front and center. One Hispanic journalist from the Chicago Tribune said thanks, but no thanks regarding the interview. Lightfoot continues on WGM by saying, If I, as the black woman mayor, the first ever, don't challenge us, the collective us, to do better, um, to really make sure that in every institution it reflects the diversity and nuance and texture of our city, then shame on me. Houston police are investigating a deadly officer-involved shooting after a man shot at officers, then asked them to shoot him. Assistant Chief James Jones says this is a case of suicide by cop. The suspect reached into to his uh, pants. He eventually pulled a gun. The officers gave commands to drop it. We believe the suspect fired at least one time. None of the officers involved were injured. The man died at a hospital. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Matthew. Uh, oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thanks for that, and uh, welcome back to the show. You know, I think about how, uh, you know, with these comedy clubs just now opening up again in the last two weeks here in San Francisco, at least Cobbs has Punchline not yet, and we're the one place in the entire United States that probably masked up more than anyone, Uh, and you think about how it's a pain sometimes, but... San Francisco yesterday reported 
Another um, San Francisco General Hospital, anyway, reported for the first time since March 5th of last year, there were no COVID-19 patients in the entire hospital. Zero. So um, there's something to be said for that, for sure. 1-800-87-A-PLAY. Speaking of Reddicks, we had Tyler Reddick on. Uh, veteran Josh Reddick is uh, back in the uh, major leagues. He was signed to a minor league deal yesterday by the Diamondbacks, and they've called him up. He's uh, They've uh, designated a reliever named Yoan Lopez for assignment. So that means Reddick will be in the bigs for his 13th consecutive season. And... Um, the guy, uh, you know, it's it's funny that first World Series club for the Astros in 2017, he really contributed. But in the last few years, he's about 250 hitter. He got a Gold Glove when he was uh, with uh, Oakland back in the day. But uh, you think about right field is going to be he and Cole Calhoun. It's uh, a little bit interesting. Uh, over that way as well. All right, one eight hundred eight seven eight play to get in. One eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine. Ryan Davis, he's at Helium St. Louis. He'll join us in about a half hour, but before that, those lines are available. Uh, we are on the TuneIn Radio app. We're on the iHeartRadio app and uh, TuneIn Radio as well. On your TV, if you have cable, CRN Digital Plus 2. And uh, also Facebook, Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle is the fan page. I'm so beloved worldwide, of course. Yes. And the Twitter is at Rick Tittle. So come on back and let's talk some sports. So, how can I promote my new curbside pickup service? It's possible with Staples Connect. I need custom floor decals that'll get noticed, not just walked on. Also possible, Staples Connect can help your business grow with custom printed sales and marketing materials. And now get 15% off signs, posters, and decals when you spend $75 or more. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. Ends 529. Visit staples.com slash signage for details. Gotta finish this today. Cristiano's construction projects typically run smoothly, but this project's pipeline is about to burst. Yo, boss, where you want us to put this? To the left. Your other left. John. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. 
Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past two years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. You're so ugly you could be a modern art masterpiece. I'm 33% sure Rick Tittle is the father of my child, but I'm 100% sure Rick Tittle is a jackass. Oh, that hurts my feelings. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you in San Francisco, but around the world on American Forces Radio Network as well. You know we love the comedians, and at Helium St. Louis, this weekend, Ryan Davis is going to be on the uh, docket. Ryan, welcome to the show. And um, uh, I got to ask, in the last 14 months, did you do a lot of the outdoor shows and the Zooms and things like that? No, I kind of stayed away from it. I did. I, I can't lie. I, um, I saw some of my friends uh, do the Zoom shows, and they looked like lunatics. So <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to be I didn't want to be one of those people. I, there's something about getting a laugh in real time that's just, it's for me. I saw my friends telling jokes, and to to show that they're laughing, people would honk their horns or flash their lights, and kind of was depressing. I, I'm not going to lie. I looked at it like, nah, I'll just wait. I'll, I'll just wait until they allow me to go back into the clubs. So how do you work on a set then? Because, you know, obviously you're going to get an idea. You think it's funny. You got to tweak it. You got to throw it out to the public. How did you kind of tweak all that? Um, yeah, you find, you, um, you find ways to do it. Like, uh, oh, and also, um, no one told Texas or Florida that we were in a <laughs> pandemic, uh, or Atlanta. So I would go there, uh, <laughs> go there and work out some stuff. Uh, <laughs> for some reason, they don't watch the news or something like that. They thought I was weird for wearing a mask. It was strange. Uh, <laughs> but I got to work out some there. And, um, you know, and I kind of like, I kind of like, uh, trying something new on, on stage. And when people, I've kind of got out of the insecurity of people not necessarily going with a joke. Right. Um, whenever, whenever people don't go with it, I go, well, you know, uh, I can see why <laughs> I can see why that kid 
go over Snoop, but um, it's it's always it's an adventure, man. I, I love the stage so much. I kind of just don't want to do it anyway. I'm one of the worst. I'm like uh, <laughs> I'm one of these purists. <laughs> if it's not done a specific way, uh, I'm young, but I'm kind of old in that way. <laughs> also, I got to give a shout out my. One of my favorite shows of all time, of course, is Curb, and you you got to be the TSA agent. I mean, how how did that blow up for you? Oh no, that was that was incredible, man. I the, that's one of the highlights of my life, man. I made Larry David break character, so that was <laughs> yeah. When whenever Larry David broke character, I was like, oh, kid, you're really funny. That at that moment, I was like, okay, well, no one else can tell me I'm not funny. <laughs> literally the guy who created Seinfeld and Curb Your Enthusiasm thinks I'm funny. So that works. But he's he's hilarious. Like, to, to watch the show, you know it's funny. But to be directly in front of him while he's making those faces, it's almost impossible to not laugh. And I, I realized how good of an actor I wasn't <laughs> working with him. I'm like, just take the camera off of me. Whenever he's talking, <laughs> you know what's weird is I heard Mark Norman, the comedian, he got a um, uh, a tryout for a, a curb part, and uh, I guess he didn't get it. But he was told, like when he was like mailing in his little video, he's like, "Don't be funny because it's hard because you're a comedian and you're so used to." being funny and yet the larry's going to be the funny guy you're going to just going to do a straight role so i mean obviously you're not playing the part of a, of a comedian was it hard for you did you kind of get that tip when you were doing your audition um no the thing i auditioned for um was funny i think that's how i got the audition because I, I was funny but they do want larry to carry the funny so it's like in the audition, you can be funny, but when you're on set, like when I made him break character, that was like hilarious. Don't do it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so it was, uh, it was interesting in, in that way, but, um, yeah, they didn't, I don't think they mind in, in the audition, but he probably did, like you said, he probably did a home tape audition. And I actually auditioned at a time when you could just go there when they were doing it before COVID. So it was, um, it was interesting because the audition, you go there, right? They gave me something to audition for. And when I got there, that's not what I was auditioning for because it's a, a lot of people don't know, but it's not really scripted like that. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of improv. So I got there thinking I was going to do one thing, and they were like, surprise, you're doing something completely different. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, that shows your versatility. And for you, um, thinking about how you really, I mean, you, you had some success before the you started doing your Internet thing, what, five, like five years ago, but you really were savvy in how you were able to push the Internet. Was that something that you came up with, or did somebody, like, plan that out with you? No, it was, uh, I start, I was lucky enough to see the changing of the guard before it came. Mm -hmm. I was looking, I was just looking at, you know, kind of the landscape of comedy at the time. And I was really seeing people growing these massive followings just off like YouTube and stuff like that. 
to the point that they were actual celebrities. They would like they would go places and people would crowd them at the mall. And I would I was like, man, from the internet, seriously. And I and it made me go, well, if if it's real to the general public, right? If if you can really grow your fan base that way, and the general public see it the exact same way, why not do that? Because you can control you can control you know the content that you make and how you're seen that way. But I can't control how I'm seen on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Right. So, yeah. So I, I was putting in 16 hour days to social media in 2016, uh, five years ago when I started, man. And it really worked out. I gained a million followers in one year. And I was like, man, this thing, it was, which was, you know, I would be lying if I said that I thought that was going to happen. My goal, honestly, was 10,000 people. Right. The, uh, <laughs> the million thing, I don't know. I don't know how. Yeah, it was the internet was way more powerful than I thought it was. No doubt. Last question for you: When it comes to merch, you got the self-deprecating. Who the hell is Ryan Davis? Was that a real like uh, insult you had, or you just said, "I'm just going to throw this out here right now"? Well, it's. it's <laughs> I had a friend that did comedy named uh, Jason, and he said I had the most accurate merch ever because uh, nobody knew who the hell I was. <laughs> Uh, so it, it was a it was a um when i thought of it you know it, it made perfect sense it was it was two parts to it 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 was like who the hell is this guy he's he's nobody but then when others do know me and then they buy the shirt they kind of become a walking billboard and other people ask them like who is he <laughs> and then <laughs> they'll go hey well it's this guy he makes uh videos on the internet and he tours doing comedy let me show you his stuff so it, it became you know just the best marketing decision i ever made well it's going straight to strength as i mentioned helium st louis go to heliumcomedy.com to uh pick up uh tickets and uh follow and go see ryan davis ryan if you're ever in san francisco come on in the studio we'd love to have you i would love to love to i, I will you have my word. All right, good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Open lines the rest of the way. recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him his addiction I haven't seen him like this ever hey look I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill but I was out of options I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault there are people out there who can help people who have felt your pain they know what you're going through this has to stop I, I'm losing everything Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. All right, and uh, thank you. Welcome back to the show. And uh, lines are available the rest of the way. 1-800-878-PLAY. Um, on the show yesterday, I was going over some of my picks who might be winning some postseason awards. Well, today we found out who the finalists are. They do that now. They do that. In sports, they do that for, you know, gold gloves. It's a weird thing, and I think it's something that the union likes. Why would I say that? Well, because if you're Marcus Semyon and you're free agent, you can tell the Blue Jays, hey, I was a runner-up for the MV- I mean, I was in the final three for MVP and the final three for a gold glove. You're in the same sentence now. That's a lot different than just saying, um, you know, I, I had a pretty good defensive season. All right. 
or I want a gold glove. Oh, wow. But then you can say, I was selected as one of the final three. It's like, ooh, it's like you almost won a gold glove. So we got the final three in each category, and for MVP, it's Nikola Jokic of Denver, Phillies, Joel Embiid, and Golden State's Steph Curry. And when I looked at the uh, the poll that a lot of the writers had uh, taken at CBSSports.com, um, they basically had that as their one, two, threes. It was Jokic, Embiid, and Curry. Um, it's one thing when, like, the Greek freak wins as he's done the last two years, but when I look at what Steph has done, and I think about Jokic and Embiid, I- I'm not filled with uh, whimsy and love for those other two players. They're great <laughs> players. They've had fantastic years. You could say they were more consistent throughout the year, but they're big men. You know, they don't, they're not, um, high flying players. Jokic is a rim protector. Joel Embiid is a rim protector. They're great in the paint. They're great in the pick and roll. They got a nice little J from mid range. But just as far as the quote unquote sexy pick, I mean, come on, it's Curry, right? Eh? All right. What they did was the top three vote getters for each of the major end of season awards, which is MVP, DPOY, ROI, six man, most improved and coach of the year. They all got uh, announced yesterday. So, um, <clears throat> the highest, of course, endeavors to win MVP. Jokic and Embiid have never done it. And um, they're both playing the center position, as I mentioned. And we have not had a center be MVP since Shaq in 2000. So if Curry wins, he would be one of nine players to win at least three uh, MB, uh, MVP awards. And um, some have got more than three, but the three with exactly three are Magic, Bird, and Moses Malone. So when I look at Jokic, the numbers don't lie. <clears throat> like I said, they just don't. He had one of the best offensive seasons in the history of the league. He averaged 26.5 points a game, 11 rebounds, and over 8 assists. When he shot from 3, and yeah, he did, 39%, and from the foul line, 87%. And when ESPN did an MVP straw poll last month, 101 votes, he got 90. So he looks like a... Double entendre intended. Slam dunk. Now, Embiid had his best season of his career. He averaged more points, about the same amount of rebounds as Jokic. In fact, he averaged four more points per game, uh, but only two assists uh, instead of eight. So maybe not as valuable, but Curry... Yeah, I already mentioned he was 33 years old, oldest player in the lead the league in scoring since Jordan. 32 a game. Um, he bounced back from missing all but five games last year to play in 63 this year. Uh, led Golden State into the play-in tournament, almost beat the Lakers. They're going to go up against the Grizz tonight, as I mentioned, to see who can be the eighth seed. But, if I look at the finalists for Defensive Player of the Year, 
One of those is Rudy Gobert, and he's already won two of those, and he'll probably win his third. He'll be waiting as the number one seed with Utah. The other two are Ben Simmons and Draymond Green. Ben Simmons, I think of him as a small forward, but a lot of the times he's a two guard. So, and Draymond won it in 2017. Ben Simmons uh, hasn't. Um, a trio of guards for Rookie of the Year, LaMelo Ball of Charlotte, Anthony Edwards of Minnesota, and Tyrese Halliburton of Sacramento. And then Sixth Man of the Year, um, we talked about two guys from Utah, Joe Ingles and Jordan Clarkson, along with uh, Derek Rose as Sixth Man of the Year. Yeah, Derek Rose. How about that? Good for him former MVP and Rookie of the Year. Remember when Joe Ingles said he was the best shooter in the NBA? (laughs) The guy guy can shoot for someone who looks like he works for H&R Block. I'll I'll give him that. He definitely can. But, uh, no, not the best shooter in the league. Clarkson, another former Laker there. But um, speaking of former Lakers, uh, Rose's teammate, forward Julius Randle, is going to win most improved player. <clears throat> the other two finalists, Jeremy Grant for Detroit, who every time I watch him play, he's great, and Michael Porter with the uh, the Nuggets. And it's not easy to win when you play in the hinterlands, but then again, I'm talking about Jokic winning MVP, and he's out in Denver. But Julius Randle is having a great season. He's an all-star, and um, he's at Madison Square Garden. Just ask uh, Nate McMillan. If you think he has an edge. Um, Randall's coach, Tom Thibodeau, won coach of the year 10 years ago, and he has a chance to win it again. He's up there alongside Monty Williams and Quinn Snyder. Remember, Monty Williams already won the Coaches Association coach of the year. Uh, Quinn Snyder is a very good coach, but uh, no. Uh, <laughs> to me, it's between Monty Williams and uh, Thibodeau and... Um, I'd be okay with either one. But you look at the Phoenix Suns. I mean, they were just a joke with one player, Devin Booker. And did I think Chris Paul would be this effective? No. I thought he was more effective in his State Farm commercials, but he can still get it done. And so the NBA is reverting to the old tradition of announcing the various award winners during the playoffs. Remember... um, Last year, they did it during the bubble, but before that, they had their end-of-the-season awards show. And I'm kind of glad to say that they're like, "Dah, we, we don't want to do that anymore. That's stupid. And, you know, as I said, individual awards are great for the player, and it's good for the fan. I've always thought it was kind of the situation where you have a fan – and your player didn't do much, or your team didn't do much, but then you can think, well, maybe we can get a, uh, maybe we can get a little uh, extra here. One eight hundred eight seven A play. Also tonight's game, Colin Ward Henninger, a NBA writer, said that the uh, X factor in tonight's game for each team, uh, for the Warriors, he says it's going to be Jordan Poole. He says Jordan Poole is giving off some major Tylo Hero, uh, Tyler Hero vibes. No, he's he's not Tyler Hero. 
his confidence has gone way up. And in the last 10 games of the season, he was averaging 16 and a half points, which is, uh, yeah, I wouldn't call him the X factor in the game for the Warriors. Who would I call the X factor? I would say it's, uh, Wiggins. And you could say, well, he's a starter. Yeah, but still he, he's the X factor. If he has a great game, I think the Warriors win easily. But for the Grizz, uh, Ward Henniger has DeAnthony Melton. And, uh, they have a young, talented guard rotation. But their net rating is always better with Melton on the floor, and that's just because of his versatility. And uh, their defensive rating goes up whenever he is out there. And uh, 49% from three-point shooting, he doesn't shoot a whole lot. But these 3 and D players become so important in the playoffs, and if the uh, Grizz are going to have an upset, um, he could be a guy. And I honestly don't know the Grizzlies well enough to say that that's not correct, like saying, eh, I don't think that's the guy. Now, Jordan Poole could be an X factor if he scores 21 points or something. But if Jordan Poole's taken that many shots, I have to ask, what the heck happened to Steph? <laughs> is, it, is everything okay with Steph? Are you guys all right? All right, uh, we still have another uh, big, fat Greek wedding and segment to go. The number to call one eight hundred eight seven eight play one eight hundred eight seven eight seven five two nine email address Rick at sportsbyline dot com. So come on back on the show, y'all. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you don't know how to do something, don't think that Google can solve everything. Instead, it makes a lot more sense to pay a few hundred dollars or even a few thousand to have an expert who's been successful teach you how to do it. Because even though additional education will cost you money up front, it will more than pay for itself. Free courses are available, but they only scratch the surface. Paying to dig deep into a topic and really learn is the best bet. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's Small Business Month, and Dell Technologies and Windows are celebrating your unstoppable drive. Save up to 45% on powerful PCs with Windows 10 Pro to work from anywhere, plus top monitors and docks for the ultimate business setup, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Speak to a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right business tech, server, storage, and cloud solutions at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL for Small Business Month savings. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. With 24-7 customer service and guaranteed repairs, your progressive policy works the way it's supposed to, unlike this stressful meditation guide. Take a deep breath. Focus on all the things you have to do. Did someone make the vet appointment yet? You don't know? That feels like something you should know. 
Switch to Progressive today. You are a mess. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Repairs through Progressive Network Shops guaranteed for as long as you own or lease your car. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you one of the millions who have taken Zantac or other generic versions of this popular drug to help treat stomach issues? Then pay close attention to this message. The FDA said it detected low levels of a probable cancer-causing chemical known as NDMA in Zantac and other generic forms of this popular drug. They've banned sales and even removed it from the market. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and you've taken Zantac or a generic equivalent, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. One thing I noticed is like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh, I'm going to start going back into San Francisco, into the studio. I got to, got to, you know, dress up. And uh, now there's nobody here still wearing sweats. Nobody's here. Uh, one eight hundred eight seven A P L A Y. You ain't got no alibi. You ugly. Whoop whoop whoop. You ugly. Whoop whoop whoop. Speaking of Paul George, I was. Uh, Paul George, of course, an all-star guard with the Clips, out of Fresno State. And last year, he talked about how he had had bouts of depression while being in the bubble, and being away from family and friends. I talked to a uh, NBA writer a couple weeks ago who wrote a book about the bubble. And uh, he talked about how horrifying it was for him. But uh, as George uh, prepares to face the Mavs for the second year in a row in the first round, he says his mental health is a lot better. Quote, well, I think this year it has been easier because I have outlets. You know, I'm able to live a normal life. I can go home. I can see my family. I can spend time with my family. I can interact with other people outside of this team, and so that alone has just been a big difference to be back to some normalcy, the big difference from the bubble life to where I am now from a headspace standpoint. Well, no surprise there. And George did go through a pretty bad shooting slump in the first round last season, shot 34% from the field, 27 behind the arc, and um, 4 for 25 from three-point range. And it wasn't until game five that he broke out with 35 points and then the Clips won the series in six. But 
during the second round, the Clippers were up 3-1 against the Nuggets, and then they lost the next three. And two for 11 behind the arc in Game 7. And that Clippers collapse and his performance in the bubble uh, motivated him, he said, this season to return to that form that when he was in Oklahoma City in 2019, he was an MVP candidate. And the Clippers have said several times that they're a different team this year. Well, how? Well, there's no Doc Rivers. Is that a good thing? Uh, Montreal Harrell, Lou Williams, Jamichael Green, gone, gone, gone. It's Tyron Lou, and now they have Rajon Rondo and Serge Ibaka and Nicholas Batum. And Marquise Morris said, whole different team, different coaching staff, energy is a lot better, the camaraderie is a lot better, everybody wants to be here, everybody is playing their role the right way, and we all have one goal, and we are committed to it. Hmm. Now, does that mean, that's like when you say, hey, you look great, did you lose weight? Well, did you think I was fat before? If you want to be that type of person, you could say, well, does that mean the camaraderie and the energy was bad and people didn't want to be there last year? Well, Paul George has averaged over 23 points a game. He's over 41% from three-point range. He's been dealing with a foot injury. Um... And he's rested the final two games of the season, but mentally, uh, he's much better. He said, last year's finish was the motivation enough needed coming into this season. I needed to be better. And up to this point, it's just being who I am and being who I am. All right. And by the way, speaking of the Knicks hosting the Hawks, the Knicks uh, had 15,000 seats and they sold out immediately. <laughs> And by the way, that's the largest capacity crowd of any NBA game so far this year. That's not too bad. Um, but uh, 15,000, if you think about, like, Philly is expecting 10,000. The Jazz are going to have 13,000. The Bucks and the Mavs around thirteen, about 9,000. Um, so we'll see. 1-800-878-PLAY. Another thing uh, we shall see about which I think is interesting, is that, you know, I mentioned the Greek freak and how good he is. And back-to-back MVPs, but not this year. But we also know the Bucks have been upset in the last two postseasons. And when any athlete is asked after that happens, will this year be different, the response typically comes in one or two ways. When the question is... um posted to a defending champion or, or a, a proven winner, the answer is a quick no. No, it won't be different. We won in the past, so why wouldn't anything change? And then when the question is asked to players and teams that haven't won, they say, yes, it will be different because this time we won't get knocked out. Well, guess what, kids? Giannis Antetokounmpo broke that template in half with a bit of honesty, refreshing maybe, his press conference yesterday, and he is exactly the sort of athlete that would probably say something like this. As I said, you know, back-to-back MVP, but back-to-back postseasons where he wasn't good. So he was asked, hey, is this season going to be different? 
And he said, I don't know if this year is going to be different. I'm not going to lie to you. It might be the same. Who knows? The results are going to talk for themselves in the end. But at the end of the day, I don't get too high, don't get too low. I feel like last year, probably because of the bubble, I wasn't able to get away from basketball, like losing a game and just going to the hotel and seeing the players that just beat you, you got too low. That is interesting. I remember going to Khalil Mack's first ever practice at rookie uh, minicamp, which was also Derek Carr's first ever practice for the Raiders out in Alameda at rookie minicamp. And we were gathered around Khalil and somebody said, great rookie class, isn't it? And Khalil said, I don't know. <laughs> like, you don't think so? He goes, no, they, they, they look good, but I, I can't say we're a good class. We haven't done anything or proved anything. And, you know, we might be a horrible class. I mean, <clears throat> it's, it always kind of takes us aback when you don't get stock answers. Because usually, oh, yeah, we look great. Yeah, yeah. And it's much easier, you know, it's sort of like um, I had a friend from the Ukraine and she used to say, I hate, hate Americans, especially Californians, when they say have a nice day or have a good one or, you know, thanks for coming in. They go, they, they don't really want you to have a good day. I'm like, are you talking about like the guy at 7-Eleven says have a good day? She goes, yeah, he doesn't mean it. I go, of course he doesn't mean it. It's called a pleasantry. It's just being pleasant to each other. No, he doesn't care if a stranger has a good day. If he did, he'd be a freak. That guy that just bought the Slurpee, follow him around and make sure he's happy all day long. But it's just easier that way, right, than just being silent or just saying, screw you, <laughs> which I think is funny. But um, anyway, it's just like they said, we're always kind of taken aback <clears throat> when an athlete is honest, and yeah, it's a degree of pessimism. And he's not plotting an exit from Milwaukee. He just signed a five-year max. He's not going anywhere. And I wouldn't say he's doubting his team. He's just being honest. So you can run with it, and you can say, oh, this jackass, this is not how you lead. I'll never forget, and I mentioned it, Several times before, Brett Favre, when he was quarterback of the Jets and they played at the Coliseum, I was down on the field and he was warming up wearing basketball shoes. Not basketball shoes with football cleats in them, basketball shoes with a slippery bottom on grass. And that's what he played in. It's the weirdest thing. And they had the mic in the huddle before kickoff. And Brett Favre said, this is verbatim, let's play our game, whatever that is. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Gee, thanks, General Patton. (laughs) So as I said, you can run with the Greek freak on that. And you can say, this isn't what leadership is. This guy's a millennial. He's spoiled. Um, He doesn't really love basketball or care enough. I don't think so. I think he's just, he's just, been here before and he probably would feel extra stupid to say this year's going to be different we're not going to lose he's already had those two setbacks is this year different i don't know maybe he didn't say we're definitely going out 
<laughs> I would have a, we would all have a problem with that. We suck. <laughs> There's no way we're going to win. So, look, the Bucks have done everything within their power to, uh, I mean, they, they have the NBA's best record in back-to-back seasons. They scrapped a lot of their regular season formula to just build a better team equipped for the playoffs. Most of their depth was replaced by Drew Holiday. They tried to get uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, remember, and that was too early, but they added P.J. Tucker to give themselves an option if they go small. They've been taking away the three from the opponent with very good switching on defense, but he's just not going to pretend. He's going to go about his business, and he's going to put the team in the best possible position to win, and whatever happens uh, after that is out of their control. But I think we're used to, uh, remember in New York, you had a, uh, a head coach of the Giants saying, we're going to win it all. And they did. You had a quarterback with the New York Jets and a fur coat who said, we, I guarantee a win. It's always fun to do that. But then of course you can get a Matt Hasselbeck situation where he said, we won the toss and we're going to, we want the ball and we're going to win the game. Jinx. That's a jinx. So. Uh, Giannis, I would just say there's no, uh, false optimism right now. You could say there's no optimism at all. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break and we will come on back. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 45 That's 800-754-4531. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 
That's 800-399-3691. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Oh, I would love that. And then maybe afterwards we can go field herping. That's when you go out and you look for reptiles. Rick Tittle once threw a tennis ball at a donkey. Oh, I surely did. I feel bad now. You know, in uh, 1986, the uh, World Cup was supposed to be in Colombia. And with all the horrible uh, drug trafficking and uh, Escobar sending tanks on a coup in Bogota and such things, FIFA said, nah, never mind. And they put it in Mexico, which had just hosted in 70. The USA jumped up and down saying, what about us? What about us? No, screw you. You don't have a league. The Mexico had a terrible earthquake. And then the America said, we'll do it. And they go, no, not you. Why do I bring it up? Because the Copa America, or as we would say, Copa America, or as they say in England, the Copper America, the Copper America will no longer feature games in co-host Colombia because Conmebol, that is the... FIFA area of South America, they decided last night to move games away from Colombia because of a wave of civil unrest now. The quote, Colma Ball guarantees the realization of the 2021 Copa America and in the coming days will inform on where the games originally scheduled to be held in Colombia will be played. So this was a jointly held event with Colombia and Argentina Argentina facing hosting difficulties because of resurgence in uh, COVID-19. But uh, uh, Colombia asked to postpone the Copa America tournament until spectators can be present at both uh, or at the stadiums. Comabal says it's impossible to postpone the tournament. Colombia said put it in November. And they said you can't do that. That's during soccer season. So this is supposed to kick off June 13th. This was supposed to be uh, last year. 
And it was set to be held in two different countries for the first time in its 105-year history, but not anymore. It's just going to be Argentina, uh, I guess. But last week, police and protesters clashed in Colombian cities of Pereira and Barranquilla. Barranquilla was going to have the Copa America final, and there was tear gas. And so uh, they will say we might put some games in Paraguay or in uh, Ecuador now. But, uh, yeah, poor Colombia can't get out of their own way right now when it comes to the, as they say in England, the copper America. They can't pronounce things very well. Poor bastards. All right, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you uh, Monday, 9 a.m., pack time. We don't have brain damage. (laughs) (laughs) Great way to end the show.